we can get like drunk. Oh yeah. shit! And this is just gonna into turn it. into like <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't believe you. We could, we could just so stop eat. trying to trick me. <laughs> we, should, we should. Government lied to us. Government cover up. They were wearing black suits, black trench coats. They had no eyebrow figures on this craft in shiny uniforms. This thing was ten foot tall. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. You don't lock anything up unless you're hiding something. Because they are evil, they are signs of Satanism. Many of them are phallic symbols. Who else in the low crowd say yeah? yeah! Hey guys, welcome to Caitlin's Conspiracy Corner, the podcast where we talk about our favorite conspiracies, and then our friend Mark, hey! aka Dr. <laughs> Fart, fact checks everything we said and makes us feel bad about ourselves. I'm your host, Caitlin. This is my co-host, Shannon. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Shannon Durrington, a.k.a. Shannon Tatum, a.k.a. Magic Dyke XXL. We also have our audio engineer, Zach, who shares my fascination with conspiracies. And then we have Cullen, the resident naysayer. Hey. (laughs) All right, uh, let's get started. This week we are doing the Men in Black. Here they come, Galaxy Defenders. <laughs> That's copyright. I don't know if we have the right. Not rights a lot of people know that that movie is based on a true factual story because aliens are real and the government does send out people. So if anyone wants to debate that, you're going to lose. <laughs> okay, we're taking a hard stance <laughs> on real aliens right off the bat. Okay, let's do this. Okay, uh, so we're going to get down to business. Shannon is our principal investigator and she's going to tell me all about the men in black. <laughs> All right, I've got some hard facts from the Wikipedia here and some other various sources on the men in black. Basically, we all know, they dress in all black suits, sometimes sunglasses. They are usually seen harassing or threatening the witnesses to UFOs, and they are trying to keep them quiet. And then um, a lot of these websites are asking the question, are the men in black aliens themselves? Ooh. We're going to dive into it. Ooh, (laughs) diving deep. (laughs) Have you heard anything about the Men in Black yet, Caitlin? Uh, or are you pretty I fresh? I have. There was one time I was getting uh, a tattoo, a to-do done, and they had a book about aliens, which I didn't really appreciate at the time, but I should have. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what I heard about them. I heard that they were, like, alien-like, the Men in Black. Like, they would... They were like little alien men that would come to people's houses, and I read some true accounts. I should have given you that book name so you could have done your first-person yeah, account. Fuck? fuck this. Let's stop the podcast. <laughs> I got it. too lazy guys, and I guys, didn't we, go we can to do the this. library. We can do this. I looked up on the Hoopla app, and I didn't find anything, so I was like, well. This is like a book it. from the 70s. Like, it's old. So maybe eh, so it was like from real, the 80s. Then. So it's real. That means it's real. Oh, yeah. If it's from yeah. the 70s, it's real. Older yeah. means real. Uh, actually, this is doing this research. I'm only familiar with the um, possibly copyrighted, so we won't mention the actual, the whatever, but that movie franchise, that's all I am familiar with. And this is the first time I've actually seen anything where it's like men in black are aliens. Uh, yeah, I did get about, I don't know, half hour into researching what I thought was the actual like men in black government agency and realizing it was just like the backstory of the comic book that the movies are based on. Oops. Oh, I didn't know the movies were even based on a comic I'm, book. I think so, because they basically start with like, <laughs> all right, aliens landed in the 60s. That's for sure a fact. And then all of these letters of people created this organization. I was like, 
oh, that definitely sounds like the movie. So I went back to the beginning and found the real Men in Black. Ooh. Wasn't one of them in the movie an alien? Or did they leave I with an alien? it was kind of like the Star Wars cantina type of thing where they were a mixture, they were a mixed bag, right? I think so. Yeah, and now that but I think about it... The main two guys were people. I haven't You're... seen it since, like, I think it came out. Um, but I do think there were, yeah, a mixed bag of aliens in there. But I don't know why. I never put it together. Do we want to pre-establish who everyone's voices are? This is Shannon speaking, and then we've got Caitlin. Caitlin. There we go. The sensual, sultry voice. <laughs> this is Colin. That's me. Uh, good one. <laughs> and this is Zach, I guess. <laughs> there we go. All right. Hey! That's, that's, that's Mark. That's Mark. <laughs> the random shouting you hear is Mark. Dr. Fart. <laughs> and he is really a doctor. Real doctor, real, real fart. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. All right, let's keep this going. More about the men in blame. All right. All right, so... Going back to the very beginning, we've got some accounts of people. We've got a folklorist, James R. Lewis, comparing the tales of Men in Black um, to similar stories of people in the past talking about tales of encountering Lucifer. So it's possible that this could all just be some weird psychological phenomenon and it was updated from. Okay, we've already got to know. No one. No, no. no. One. Okay, so we're all ruling factual. out. Psychological yeah, phenomena. No, not at all. Not true. <laughs> not true. No. That's not no. a real thing. It's <laughs> not a real thing. Psychology. Stupid. <laughs> Dumb. Made up. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep going down this road. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm definitely getting positive vibes from you. <laughs> but seriously, this uh, folklorist basically says that... The tales of people encountering the men in black are very similar to um, of people encountering Lucifer. Really creepy, fe uh, like fear overtaking them, things like that. So Ooh. it could be a psychological phenomenon. Where or people... Lucifer. <laughs> okay, or... Could it be? The men in black <laughs> are the devil. The men in black are the devil. Or Thoughts, the Dr. Fart? <laughs> are the men in black the devil? No. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, just because you're a doctor doesn't science. mean... <laughs> <laughs> then in terms of the actual creepy government, Men in Black, the first claim sighting uh, of them was in 1947. A man named Harold Dahl, uh, he apparently saw a UFO above Maury Island off the... Puget Sound, I'm saying all this stuff wrong. In Washington, I looked it up because I've always heard of the Puget Sound, but never knew where it was. The pubic sound. The Puget Sound. Puget Sound. <laughs> he saw, with his friend, six donut-shaped objects in the sky. One of the objects dropped a white metal <laughs> or, <turd. laughs> or a lava-like <laughs> substance onto their boat, breaking uh -huh. a worker's arm and killing a dog. Oh. oh yeah! Now you feel bad about uh, laughing. Why did you bring that in we here? We started Shannon. this off with a dead dog. We started this it off with so a dead dog. Be a happy time. Guys, guys, men in black, no laughing matter. Is this like a John Wick situation? Does he get Ooh. revenge? 
He, yeah, he goes and poops on their boat. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Kills their shit space on your dog. boat. <laughs> Goddamn men's and blacks. <laughs> I mean, you need to talk really more good. about the pooping. It's pooping literally a, a liquid hot white metal. <laughs> and you guys missed liquid you hot said white. dropped a big white. <laughs> <laughs> dropped. And I said turd. T- yeah, it was load. a Yeah, it was a it was it was a, it was a big old jizzy lava load. <laughs> jizzy lava load. <laughs> they said it was a hot white lava metal. Mm. I just thought it jizz. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that's where you're you going. I've also never. That's what seen jizz. <laughs> that's what Cullen yeah. has. I'm though. a virgin. I'm not like yeah. other girls. Which is why I don't have sex with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting until triple marriage. <laughs> She's married to Christ. I'll only too. fuck Jesus. <laughs> mm. <laughs> You'll be waiting a while. <laughs> now when he comes back, assholes. Uh, See who gets the last laugh. It's, it's me. Or the last orgasm. Remember, remember what I said I'd do? <laughs> Hold on, guys. It's me, Jesus. I gotta fuck this girl real quick. Hold on, bros. Hold on, bros. It's just me, Jesus. I'll just be a second, trust Anyone me. Anyone seen Drop Dead Gorgeous where Denise Richards yes. dances with Jesus on the cross? <laughs> You're just too... Good. <laughs> Caitlin, <Me too. laughs> Caitlin's going to get an unsolicited dick pic from Jesus tonight. Oh, oh my God, I probably am. Unboxers Guys, Jesus does not <laughs> send unsolicited dick pics. He's no, a he'll just do it to you. WWJD. You're just going to think about it a lot because he's like transmitting it directly to your brain. He's the holy dick spirit. Jesus dick pics. It's going to be a dove that comes down with a dick in its beak. <laughs> like a like severed the, penis? Jafar. No, no, Jafar. no. The olive branch. Like the holy the olive spirit. branch. Yeah, but what is it? Like a severed penis? Are or is it like a dildo? Not it's up a on your biblical history. <laughs> I don't want to say dismembered because that makes me think it's like nubby yeah. and. Oh, yeah, bloody. that's what I'm picturing. You Wiggling saying. around. He comes down yeah. with a dead just, penis. A disembodied penis. That oh. sounds nice. I don't know any of the background of that story because I didn't go to Catholic school. Right, you do don't the know the story of the disembodied. I was trying to get us all comfortable talking into the mics. I think we got it. <laughs> Everybody drink a little bit more. <laughs> All right. Mark, okay. are you pulling out your alien Dick. disapproval card? <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's, he's blank, but I understand. <laughs> I understand. Oh, You're the doctor. It so. was, it was blank it. to you? Uh-oh. <laughs> Secret ink. <laughs> like doctor Who up in here. Oh. I don't get that. God damn it, Killer. <laughs> Smacking so the fucking table. <laughs> All right, so what about the fucking men in black? Yeah. All right. That squirted white hot. <laughs> white hot. Magma. All over their boat. White hot donut cream oh, all yeah. over this boat. That's it. Donut cream. <sighs> done aliens, done cream to me. God damn it. And you might be on to... A couple of dudes went onto a boat in the middle of the water and they had to come back with some excuse oh, for why they were covered shit. in some yeah. just like substance. Yeah, it wasn't as accepted at the time. I but understand. But apparently one of that. the workers broke his arm, so... <laughs> That's <laughs> not what funny, Kate. Yeah. I'm just thinking he's just, a freak. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Anyway, these six donut-shaped objects in the sky, one of them breaks off and drops donut jizz all over their boat. Break a dude's arm and... Okay, now everyone's going to feel sad. Kills a dog. Aww. So there's apparently Ow. there's apparently some, you know, damage that happened because Ouch. of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, that's You're, not good. <laughs> I'm working that on my dog podcast died. voice. I know, but I'm also working on my podcast voice. Can I multitask? Not about a dead dog. I said dog. it's not good. Oh, that's not it's good. It's not good. Ooh. So where do the men in black come into play with this? Oh, all yeah. right. <laughs> the men in black visited Harold yeah. shortly after this all happened. Did they, wait, did they go back from the boat and tell everybody, like, this thing just came all over us? Yeah, they basically... And killed our dog. Yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> these two, at least, there are multiple workers on this boat, but these two, Fred Christman and Harold Dahl, are the two, and they ended up being conspiracy theorists and authors later, so you never know. They I could've... love that in your notes, after killing a dog, you drew a sad face. Yeah, I mean... How else are you going to know that it's sad? True. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they claimed that they saw this. They were talking about it for a little bit, but it wasn't too long after that they were visited by the men in black. Oh, yeah. You can find an account of this in the book, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers. Not oh. clumsily titled at all. No. Yes, I know exactly what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> they Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers by Gray Barker. <laughs> so, yeah. Gray Barker is an alien name if I ever heard it. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Gray Barker. Ooh, the cover of yeah. that, I'm imagining like... Like one of those mom novels. You know what I'm talking about that <laughs> like you get at the grocery alien, like, store? Like, like, <laughs> my mom has some of those. Holding yeah, I imagine like, what's the guy's name again? Fabio. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, the guy who wrote the book. Oh, oh. He put himself <laughs> on the cover. Oh, Fabio. Come on. That's oh. who it was. You mean the totally real name, Gray Barker. Yeah, yeah I imagine yeah. he has like a hairy ass chest. Hairy ass chest. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, yeah, his pecs are he so big it looks like an ass. He's got an ass on his chest. <laughs> Hairy ass chest. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to leave this up to you guys to discuss. Okay. All right. So after he was, quote unquote, visited by the men in black, Harold Dahl then started claiming it was a hoax, which is what a lot of people believed in the first place. So did he start saying it was a hoax because everyone was like, okay, that's bullshit. And or was he actually visited by the men in black and scared into claiming that it was a hoax? And that is now why the Maury Island incident is widely considered to be a hoax. And that's how Maury Povich was named. That's where they got his name from. Little known fact. (laughs) Yes. The Maury Povich (laughs) Island incident. Yeah. (laughs) Debate one. I go. They did a dog actually die. I, I, (laughs) Because if a dog died, I'm going to say they didn't make it up. Why would you kill your dog to be to write a book? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, okay, from what I have here, a worker broke his arm and a dog did die. But oh. that can also happen out on the water. What? The thing that makes it weird for me is what was excreted. And where have you heard what of that excreted? before? What was excreted? Where yeah. have like, we heard of that before? Like, has there other been other alien stories where they're like, where oh, yeah, they, they shot out a Literally got a huge thing hot. of jizz dumped on them? Yeah. yeah. Has, does that happen often? Yeah. I don't know. And how much jizz are we talking here? Enough to break an arm. So I'm oh, guessing an arm and kill a dog. Oh, yeah. okay. I wasn't like following extreme. because like a log. I was only thinking like, about myself. Um, I Like a heavy log? I'm thinking that that could break an arm and kill a dog. Yeah. Okay. If it came down with enough force, it could kill someone. Jizz I mean, break it killed the dog. Sure. So. Okay. Well, the theory that I'm going to posit is that it probably wasn't their boat. They probably didn't own the boat to begin with. They probably just were out working on this boat, so they could have like fucked it up somehow, and then 
they were both conspiracy theorists anyway. And so they came up with this big, oh shit, I saw alien story so that they could, you know, start their conspiracy careers and also cover up the fact that they fucked up probably their boss's boat and killed a dog and broke someone's arm. That's my theory. That's but the how thing. the fuck did all that happen? I mean, there. How did the arm break? How did the dog die? That would be a crazy boat I mean, party. Yeah. If that was a party, that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. This is honestly bumming me out. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it, that it's not aliens, I'm like, oh, how'd the dog die? And that's really bothering me. I think so, it was aliens. It was aliens. I'm going it's with it was aliens. aliens. Okay, perfect. All right, we got case closed. <laughs> Three to one. It was we don't aliens. Even need more. Because of the dog, it was aliens. <laughs> so we could just posit that maybe the dog was abducted, and he's totally fine on a spaceship I'm better, somewhere. I feel better about yeah, it. Yeah, he like left that. his earthly vessel. Wait, what if he's getting probed? No, no, no. He's got mm. a little doggy space helmet. Yeah. Oh. Like, He's floating around the ship well, with everybody. Probed with a space helmet. But, but it's nice. It's nice probes, Aww. like pet probes. Yeah. Like they're investigating how to better pet a dog, and they're right. testing it on him. That is really sweet. Yeah. I like they that. Came, they visited. They took the best of us, which we all know are dogs. You're right. They're like everyone else is a fucking dickhead. That was all just like 1947, by the way. We are moving in. We're moving into the roaring, very progressive, forward-thinking 50s. Mm. Nice. Nice. (laughs) When a man named Albert K. Bender was visited by the men in black and warned to stop his research into UFOs. Albert K. Bender was a pretty big deal in the 1950s and 60s world of ufologist, uf, ufologist, 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 ufologist. Let's go with uh, uf. No, that I feel like ufologist. Ufologist. Ufolo- oh, ufo- Why would you say uf and then ologist? Because it's a ufo. Yeah. But then you would say UFOologist. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Kelly. You fucking asshole. <laughs> It'd be ufologists. 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 I'm going to go with ufologists. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> All right. Um, Albert K. Bender, who you should look him up because he looks pretty dope in a bow tie. Um, he was a pretty big deal in the 50s and 60s of uf- ufologists. Um, he was a World War II Air Force pilot. And a UFO researcher. And apparently what he saw while flying up in space, not space, up in the air, made him start researching UFOs. So all the shit he saw in World War II as an Air Force pilot, that's what led him to this. So he's been researching UFOs and the men in black come and visit him. He claims that it's just a couple of normal government guys. They threaten him, shut him down. They're going to ruin him, kind of blackmail stuff. Nothing too crazy about, uh, like, the appearance of them. They just threatened him, and he wrote about it in a book, so they apparently didn't do a very good job threatening him. But nothing about, like, crazy aliens or anything like that yet. Then we have John Keel, another ufologist, and uh, when he claimed to encounter the men in black... He described them as, okay, (laughs) he described them as demonic supernaturals with dark skin and or exotic facial features. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Not a lot of people know this, but there are some conspiracy theorists that are very racist. (laughs) You don't say? Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked to find that out. (laughs) 
Um, John Keel is apparently the guy who, like, really popularized the term men in black, though. And I did, like, do some, like, looking up and, like, John Keel racism. And, like, this is, like, I mean, there's... He didn't. He doesn't seem any more racist or problematic than anybody else in the fifties or sixties. So wow. So what a good guy. I, I mean, take what it for what guy. it is. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> All right, but in sixty-seven, he actually popularized the term "men in black" in an article called "UFO Agents of Terror." This is also the guy who wrote the Mothman prophecies, and it's that's actually something I have heard of. Yeah, so, I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. Um, yeah, he was the first person to really push the theory that the men in black themselves are extraterrestrials. All right, so debate number two. Are the men in black, are they a government agency of just actual people trying to cover shit up that the government already knows about? Because let's say they just already know about aliens, they've made contact with them, we'll probably do an episode about that later. Um, or... Are they aliens themselves trying to cut people off before they even tell the story? Debate two, go. Okay, <laughs> it's not aliens. It is the government 100% because the government is shady and it's shitty and they know about aliens already. Of course they do because of all the proof that we have. So, of course, when people find out and start causing a big stink about it, uh. <laughs> you said stink. What? Oh, is that the secret word? Uh-oh. That's our, that's our safe word. Stink. 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 That's how you say it. Oh, my God. There's so many things I want to say, but... Go for it. I'm private, and I'm a lady. <laughs> um... Caitlin, private lady. <laughs> Caitlin, put your stink all over this debate right now. Uh, I just, my stink would be that it's the government. Of course it's the government. Like, of course they would want to cover that up because they they know that aliens are out there and they try and cover it up in every way possible. So I you mean, think they've already encountered the aliens? Oh, absolutely. And they're like using their technology and they want to keep that under wraps? I don't know. I like still their like secret back government and forth. shit or <laughs> I'm still back and forth with that. I know our government has to have just like the craziest technology that that we can't even fathom. So I don't know if we like have their technology but we've just I them. just think that yeah that or or that the government knows they're there so whenever people start once again causing a stink the government comes to them and says like hey shut the fuck up because we don't want everyone to know about this well why would the government want to cover up aliens if because I was just talking to my mom great question Shannon thank you proposing that question. I was just, <laughs> no problem, no problem. I was just talking to my mom on the phone about this when I was telling her about aliens being real and she was being a real cullen about the situation. And a real cullen. Throwing me under the bus. <laughs> and she was like, well then why wouldn't we already know about it? Why would the government try and... Why would the government hide anything from us? I'm like, because the government's a bunch of fucking assholes. They're terrible. They hide everything from us. They're sneaky little snakes and... People could not handle it. That's what I was telling her. She was like, I would love it. And I was like, no, you wouldn't. Everyone would go insane if they were like, 
Yeah, we've made contact with aliens. Can you imagine what if the if that okay, came on the news so right the now? Okay, so the pandemonium is what they're people trying to people go insane, especially Christians. They would lose their mind. What would they do after that? They wouldn't have a will to live. Okay, so they just want to keep the peace. They want to keep the control yeah, that they yes. have. That's they want to keep people. I feel like if they came out with aliens, then that would justify everything that like conspiracy. I think that the government along with a lot of people say like they try and make conspiracy theorists feel crazy for saying like very normal things. Sometimes they're not normal. I understand that. But like even normal things are like, Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Like the rich don't rule everything. And it's like, yeah, the rich do rule everything. So like, I know I'm getting off on a crazy tangent, but I can see that though. I can see you're like halfway between like they just want to keep controlling. You they know, they're putting be- water or they're putting some chemicals in the water that turns the freaking frogs gay. You're halfway yeah. between. I'm not halfway there. <laughs> want, I'm saying that I they want to keep yes, they want to keep control and like they won't be able to control people whenever people are like, oh, you've been lying to us about this? Like, what the fuck else are you lying about? Well, why would I listen to my representative if I can just hop on a spaceship? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think it's aliens. I think if I'm going to believe in the men in black at all, I'm going to believe that they're fucking aliens. For me personally, I feel like what's more believable is that it's just government agents. But knowing some stuff that I'm going to talk about later, it's like, I've done the oh. research as well. I think they're aliens. I mean, I you don't... guys set me up. Made me look like an <laughs> asshole. Talk about this stuff for 10 fucking minutes. And now I'm going to feel like a dick. Yeah. Privately, we call ourselves the government. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if they're going to exist, if they're just going to show up conveniently all the time, like, I think they're, I think they're the aliens. Also... I don't think we have our shit together enough to get the budget for the men in black. <laughs> that's true. Or maybe that's why we're in such debt mm-hmm. because we spend I mean, so much yeah, we have the budget for our crazy fucking military. Oh, so. oh no, we're two and two on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Zach. <laughs> I mean, I'm halfway believing that if the men in black exist, they're aliens, and halfway thinking that it's a bunch of like crazy people on acid trips mistaking Mormons at their front door. <laughs> but where Honestly, did they get the Honestly, the first acid? time I read that, I was like. The first time I read about Men in Black, I was like, yeah, it's it's Mormons. Yeah, it's, it's just like, Mormons. Yeah. yeah, you're just freaking and out. Like, dude. these guys in, like, white buttons up, they're super weird. They look like they've never talked to a human before. <laughs> and I'm like, those are Mormons. Okay, so we have two half points for acid trip, <laughs> acid trip more Mormons. Yeah, I can but, believe that. Uh, but also, I mean, I think that's my most believable theory. <laughs> but no. Um, if they're If they're real... If they exist, I think they're the aliens. I think they're trying to just make, you know, people think that other people are trying to silence them and not freak us out too much. Okay. I I will say in that book that I read, it's all coming back. The tattoo alien book. I didn't book. think about it until tonight, which is how much I prepared for this podcast. That's as um, much as we want you to prepare. Okay, good. <laughs> but that's oh, that's so that is music to my ears. I am the um, principal investigator. I get to do all the research. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> they one of the accounts said that like 
God damn it. I wish I could remember exactly because they were like saying that these men in black looked like humans, but something was like a little off and they kept like doing dumb shit, like being super fucking weird. We'll get into that. Okay. Oh yeah. I wonder if we, if this is the same story that I've heard. There's a couple of different ones that I have here. Okay. And then anytime I did see any like YouTube video, I mean, I didn't do a whole bunch cause this is Colin's area of research, but, um, it was like men in black caught on tape. That could easily be explained as like Mormons or from a distance or like a cop Mormons just became a detective a and he doesn't know how to uh, wear a suit yet. So he looks really oh. fucking weird. Can that be your new band name? Mormons from a distance. Mormons from I a distance. like it. That's, I like Still, that a lot. That's pretty good. <laughs> Mormons from a distance. <laughs> that's poetic. All right. So going into the are men in black aliens themselves theory. Albert K. Bender has claimed that they have supernatural abilities. They appeared in his room. He had a very dizzying spell, and they were just there. And this happened right after he had a, quote-unquote, significant progress in the alien research field. So he had continued his alien research despite the threats from the men in black, who he originally thought were just government agents. Now they're cranking up the dial. They just show up in his room. He goes dizzy. He falls over. They're in his room. They don't quite look human anymore. They are humanoid, and just something about them doesn't seem right. They kind of act a little bit like ghosts or something. He, they don't seem totally physically there. That me out. <laughs> um, they, he says they spoke, quote-unquote, directly to his mind... And they had strange hats obscuring their eyes, but also that they had glowing eyes. So they had these hats that came over their head, covered up their eyes, but underneath the mask, they had glowing eyes. That sounds fucking awesome. I thought you meant they had hats (laughs) specifically for their eyes. Like if I woke up and someone was like just standing there with a glowing box on their head, I would kind of be like, I would be scared. But it would also be fucking awesome. I would shit my pants and never come out from under the covers ever again. I would just die under there. So, yeah, this uh, UFO <laughs> researcher. <laughs> but really, okay. I would, too. No, I would. I would. Yeah, that'd be would awful. Be yeah, this UFO researcher, he starts diving into it a little bit after he does his Air Force time. He gets visited by what he assumes are government agents. He's like, whatever. He writes a book, keeps going on about his business. He's not too threatened by him. Continues on to his research. He makes a quote-unquote significant breakthrough. And that's when he gets really dizzy, falls over, and these two creatures appear in his room. They speak directly to his mind. They're wearing some kind of space helmet, and they have glowy red eyes. So. Some kind of weird space man. What are you thinking now about your government (sighs) agents? They're 100% aliens. (laughs) 100% aliens. You're throwing me for a loop here. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what to think Ah. anymore. (laughs) All right. I just have a couple more things, a couple more true stories. For sure, true true. stories. (laughs) And then we're going to get to Cullen with his firsthand accounts. All right. So we have Lev. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced L E V. I'm going to go with Lev. This woman claims that her engineer father was regularly visited by a bald man with. Quote unquote, and possibly smooth skin. He was nice and often visited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Go ahead. I'm, He's a you, little weird. We can, we can ask <laughs> why this little skin. girl knew why he had impossibly that, smooth skin. Why would a little girl possibly. say, yeah, why would a little girl say impossibly smooth? I don't even uh, think I would say that now. Why would impossibly her dad smooth? say that to her when he was telling her that this, like, this thing visited me. I gotta tell you, little <laughs> baby daughter, it had impossibly smooth. Honestly, though, my dad would say something like that. Like he <laughs> loves to point out what he would. <laughs> he would if he was telling me. Okay, we're talking about a man who an alien visited him, right? And okay. then he told his daughter about the alien. Right. My dad would a hundred percent like she, this, he. This woman I mean, claims, he looked great. He had impossibly smooth skin. This woman claims that when she was a little girl, Lev would come to the house sometimes. Her dad was an engineer, and they lived in an area where there were a bunch oh. of engineers. And this was a nice man, so she did see him. But I mean, okay, yeah. okay. So it could be that he was just the talk of the town. This man had, or she was just a little girl, yeah. And she just noticed he had good skin. And then when she grew up, she was like, "Wait, no, it was impossibly smooth because it was a false memory because she was a kid." Am I the naysayer? Holy Did shit! I, does alcohol you turn into naysayed. the naysayer? You might be. You might I don't be. even know what to think right now. Oh I'm so God. thrown. Let's hear the rest of the story. Okay. Oh yeah. Basically, Lev. He He's was edged. just a really nice, cool dude. Visited with um, this woman's father and the other engineers in the area, uh, but other than that, but he just didn't seem quite like a normal man. He could have just been a weird looking dude. Like it could have just been a normal dude. Or just, just again, a Mormon. Maybe, yeah, foreign Mormon. Who knows? Foreign, it could have been a foreign, foreign Mormon. A for, foreman. Foreign a foreman. <laughs> it could have been a foreman. And, you know, that's why it's so smooth. He takes care of his skin. None of my foremen take care of their skin. I this? will tell you that. It's the opposite. They are all California raisins. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. All right, and I think this last story I have, I think Colin has some stuff on this, too. So in the 60s, do you have anything about the Solway Firth spaceman, Colin? I do. I'll let you take it, and anything you don't mention, I will chime in. So we are traveling to, I think it's pronounced Bergmarsh in England, 1960s. A man named Jim Templeton took a picture of uh, his daughter. Nothing suspicious about it. Just took a Polaroid picture. I don't know. It, it kind of sounds suspicious by you saying. Nothing weird about it. Nothing weird. Just took a picture just, of my you know, daughter. Polaroid. Don't worry about right, it. Right, it's right. nothing weird. Can a man take a picture of his daughter? Let me rephrase. There was nothing weird happening in the background. Okay. He just wanted to take a picture okay. of his daughter at, I think this is like a, a beach or what the... <laughs> what British people uh, would equate the beach to Okay, be. okay. <laughs> so a marsh. Boring and rocky. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And gray. Yeah. Disgusting. I'm sure there's some nice beaches. No. Oh, I'm no. sure. I'm sure. In <laughs> England. Oh Caitlin taking a hard line <laughs> <laughs> on no. British beaches. We need Dr. Fart to here task. to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jim takes a picture of his daughter, and when he gets it developed, he sees what appears to be a man in a spacesuit behind her. We have a picture. This is a real reaction Stanza. right here. What? So her in this bowl haircut is a intense. Divine bowl haircut. It's a divine mm-hmm. bowl haircut. But uh, even more strange behind that is like a white figure. I disagree. With a black even more mask. strange. Those flowers that she's holding match the flowers on her sleeves. And then she has another flower pattern in the middle. Who the fuck 
was buying her these outfits. Do you think that could be like a mom? Because like, look, it looks almost like shoulder blades, and like she's wearing like a veil kind of thing, and she's just standing looking out over that way. I mean, that looks like a fucking astronaut to me. I don't it know. It looks like a spaceman. That looks like an astronaut. Like I see the spaceman. I see yeah. the spaceman. Like picture 1960s spaceman in your head. That's what you can see now, over the naysayers. You guys space. have both the been the naysayers. Has, has the non-believers me. through their research have become believers. We will put these pictures up on our Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Maybe we're away. just afraid of the truth. Oh my god! We can't no. be we're learning about it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this picture is known as the Solway Firth Spaceman. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, or my handwriting is terrible. But this is a pretty known picture in some circles. And apparently after taking this picture, Templeton was visited by two agents who only referred to themselves as numbers 9 and number 10. They were dressed in all black with badges, but no specific government agency listed, and asked him to take them to where the picture was taken. Asked him a lot of questions on the ride there, and then they didn't really threaten him. They just kind of got pissy with him when he didn't have the right answers, and they left. So, are these the polite British versions of well, the not men in black? Actually, no. Oh shit! Because when they so they brought so they were like, "Oh, come with us. We have questions for mm-hmm. you." So he got in the car with them, mm-hmm. and uh, what a fucking idiot! They first dr- of all, exactly. Yeah, they drove to this Berg Marsh. Um, and he, they asked him questions, and when they realized that he didn't know anything, because he was like, all I did was take a picture, no one was there, and then someone showed up in the picture. They got all pissed off, and they left without him, and they left him there. Oh. So he had to find his own way Well, back. fucking dickheads. <laughs> also, maybe just don't have one of your fucking idiot spacemen show up in a goddamn picture. How about corral your own people right. instead of attacking us? And also, do you have the exact year of when this happened? Because this was the 1960s. And if you guys remember from the Even Stevens, we went to the moon in 1969. So, <laughs> 69. These spacesuits weren't super common yet. If so, it could have, I don't know. That's I'm so true. glad you watch Even Stevens. I bring up references all the time to Cullen, <laughs> and he has no idea what I'm talking no, about. Influenza. I don't, I don't watch Even Stevens. I, I didn't watch it. that shit. It is honestly a classic. It is so, still so funny when Rin goes to school after she had her <laughs> tooth surgery and she's got like meatball cheeks. I love it. She's the space it. woman. Or whenever he's singing Dancing Queen. Whenever. She, wait. Shia LaBeouf. Are we going to go down to Shia LaBeouf? Okay, that actually is a great segue into Aliens. Shia Don't LaBeouf. Aliens. He's All right, so Colin, I believe you have some firsthand accounts. Yeah. I do. So oh, I have... Yeah. So I have two quick things to mention, and then I have a little story to read. Story time with Cullen. Cullen is so excited. I'm so pumped. Openly seeping this whole time. I have not been able to keep my butthole clenched. I've been so excited (laughs) about this. So I have two more uh, recent incidents with the Men in Black. So one involves a famous comedian who I'm sure we're going to mention a lot on the uh, on this podcast, is none other than Mr. Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, I knew it. Uh, he had a run-in with the Men in Black in the early 2000s, and he had a contract with Sci-Fi um, TV Network to make a show about UFOs. Um, he was in New York, City, New York City interviewing Dr. Stephen Greer, 
And this guy had apparently amassed a large amount of credible witnesses, including some retired military officers. Um, Fucking told you. I know, right? And so he was out, he was interviewing him, and he went outside for like a smoke break. And while he was outside, he saw across the street a black car and a man dressed in a black suit sitting in the car just giving him a dirty look. So was Dan, this Dan Aykroyd? Or this, this was Dan Aykroyd. This was Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So Dan Aykroyd was outside, saw this guy in the car, and was like, who the fuck is this guy staring at me? Looked away for a second, and when he looked back, the car and the guy was gone. What? But this was a busy Manhattan street, so it would be impossible for the car to just disappear because he would at least, when he turned back, see the car like, dry, like trying to pull in the traffic or something. It disappeared. So he's like, that's fucking weird. When he goes inside, the producer comes up to him and informs him that the show has been suspended. They will no longer shoot. And even though they've finished several episodes, no episodes ever aired and they've never been released to the public. What the fuck? The government is in on it. They have to be. Aliens can't control what we watch, right? Or they at least have to be talking to the government. Like, What if the aliens are already among us? Oh, they've we've already been invaded. Oh god! What's I'm his face? Nervous. That three that three hour video I watched. We've already been invaded. They're already oh my here. God. Like, you know, they're already like if they if they if they wanted to destroy us, they would have done that yeah, already. You're right. They're they're here like playing with us. Yeah, I think they're just trying Don't to keep playing. it quiet. Yeah, no, but they're so they're like trying they're to like. I th- they have it's, to be it's, right. It's hard. I feel either they are. Either the the government using like alien technology, or they're aliens trying to keep their own shit secret, is what I think. Because everything I everything I've read has some sort of supernatural angle to Let it. Let me just say, about a month ago, we were at a local restaurant having a full blown screaming fight. Me, Zach, Zach's wife Dawn, and Cullen, because Cullen doesn't believe in aliens. He has come so far, and I can tell he actually believes. Let me tell you why, Caitlin. Okay. Because of the next story I have for you. Oh, shit. Uh, freaked me the fuck out. Oh you had God. you were fast asleep, and I was doing some research for this podcast. Did you have some seepage from I this? I definitely... Seep this wasn't hard. seepage. This was full-blown... Blasted a fart out of my asshole because I was <laughs> terrified. So in two in two thousand eight, a Canadian and Canadian in Canada, <laughs> Canadian, Canadian, and Canadian, guy, land. Canadian in Canada, <laughs> he was up there. You fucked so up. You're they don't lie. The Canadians never lie. Yeah, no, that's Canadians something I can lie. back up. Yeah, they just don't lie. So a Canadian hotel manager saw what he thought was a UFO and reported it to a local newspaper. That's it. But a few days later, after the story was published, two men wearing black suits visited the hotel he was working at. They asked to see him and said they had a few questions for him. Luckily, he was not there on that day, but they did talk to a woman who was working in the hotel lobby at that time. Um, she said that they asked several questions, um, and they were asking questions about like weird, like governments and, and all these like odd questions. She was like, I didn't know what they were talking about. And they left, and that that was it. But the reason why she remembered it was because of how odd they looked. Uh, this this guy describes them, uh, um, or or the woman described this to the man, the hotel manager, as uh, they had pale white skin, 
They had absolutely no facial hair whatsoever, including eyebrows, so completely hairless. Um, impossibly smooth skin. Impossibly smooth skin. Do you think skin. that kid we saw in New Orleans was an alien playing music? What kid is this? I don't remember this. With, with the, ap- the apple barrel. Uh, he trombone impos- shorty. He's not an alien. <laughs> he has impossibly smooth skin, no facial hair, and he looked like a very hot alien. Well, I don't know if he meets <laughs> like the an rest alien of. That I would have sex with. <laughs> well, let's see if you'd have sex with this alien. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the they, answer is yes. They had oddly. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Let's see if you check all these boxes as I go. Okay. The, so okay. So so far we have pale white skin, hot, Love. Um, absolutely no facial hair whatsoever, uh, no eyebrows, nothing. Oh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> My vagina just quivered and okay. not in a good way. <laughs> had oddly large blue eyes. The hair that they had on the top of their heads seemed fake, like it was a wig that was attached to the hat that they're wearing. <laughs> Would you be into that sexually? Would they have a merkin as well? Because I am into that. They both were exactly the same height, which he thought was weird. And then she goes on to tell him that, uh, and she was reluctant to tell him this because she didn't want to sound crazy, but she felt like they could read her thoughts. Like they were asking her questions that were making her kind of feel like uncomfortable and vulnerable. And then they were like reading what she was actually thinking about. And she didn't know, she, she was like, I can't say exactly why I felt this way, but that's just the way I felt. The reason why this freaks me out so much is because again, this happened in a hotel lobby. So there was security cameras in the lobby. Oh um, no. And they did oh. capture... This picture, which is just two men, okay. exactly the same height, Let, in black suit. I've seen this picture before. Let me just say, that looks like it's from the Little Rascals when they all got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on each other's okay, shoulders. Okay, yeah. And I mean, we'll put, the, we'll put the pictures up. It could potentially be um, Mormons, Orthodox Mormons. Jews. Yes, yeah. Um, that's what I was four thinking. Four kids in trench coats yep. pretending to be two adult <laughs> men. Yep. My money's on that. Uh, <laughs> the skin is impossibly smooth, though. I mean, do it's like we three have... pixels wide, but it's impossibly smooth. <laughs> do we have statistics on psychic twins with alopecia who have the same job? Because oh, you never know. That could just yeah. be a common yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that did freak me out about it, though, is on YouTube there is this security camera footage and the oh, what if they're walking like they have tiny little legs <laughs> my money is still on four kids in trench coats but, but yes yeah. the guy who's describing this this canadian hotel manager he just he, he doesn't like sound nice. like the normal like conspiracy theorist he sounds like just some guy who's like i saw this crazy shit you'll never believe it so it just kind of freaked me out and i want to be that guy i'll put that youtube video online they're not very sneaky. They don't really care. Yeah, they, to they assimilate. really do suck at looking like us. Yeah, what the fuck, aliens? How are you not smarter than this? Like, how can't you just... There are so many... Like, wigs are super hot right now. There are so many... Wigs are so in right now. They're, they are in right Get now. on it. There are so <laughs> many, like, cheap, affordable wigs that you could buy where you don't look like a fucking asshole. Watch a contouring video on Absolutely. YouTube. Absolutely. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? This, this is this does make me honestly think really rude of you. This makes me think that they are, like, aliens trying to cover their tracks. Because why would the government use people that don't look normal? Why would yeah. they just send people? 
right? Yeah, you're right. I keep going back and forth with everything mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I mean, but maybe if they have alien agents, they can like erase their memory with their like mind powers, powers or something. Oh. So maybe that's why. So they maybe send it's, it is like the movie where it's like a hodgepodge of people and aliens working yeah. there. Um, I do have one story to read. All right, let's uh, do this. This story is called The Coin Trick. So in 1976, Dr. Herbert Hopkins, a 58-year-old psychiatrist and hypnotist, was acting as a consultant on an alleged UFO sighting uh, case in Maine. Uh, One evening, when his wife and children had gone out, the telephone rang, and a man identifying himself as the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization asked if he might visit that evening to discuss uh, certain details of that UFO case he was working on. This um, is the one I heard. Did this you? This is the one I heard about, yeah. Uh, Dr. Herbert agreed, told him he could come over, but when Hopkins walked from the phone to the door and turned on the porch light, the man was already walking up the stairs. Oh, God. Uh, this is a long quote that I have from Dr. Herbert Hopkins talking about what happened. Um, on the phone, he wanted to know if he could come here and talk to me about the UFO case. He also asked if I was alone, and I said yes. Even if he was as close as across the street or next door telephoning me, he could not possibly have gotten here as soon as I turned on that porch light for him. Uh, He wore a neatly tailored black suit, black shoes, black socks, a white shirt with a black tie, and he wore a black derby, which I guess is like a fedora or some shit. Yeah, it's like a British hat. Um, That's what I used to wear when I showed horses. Wow, a little bit of we inside will put information. Those pictures up on our Twitter of me showing English style. The end. Okay, <laughs> back to your story. Um, he said that you don't see derbies very often, and he thought to himself, "This guy looks like an undertaker." When uh, the man in black sat down, he removed his derby. Uh, and again, this is uh, Dr. Herbert Hopkins talking. This character was as bald as an egg. He, he didn't have eyebrows or eyelashes. It looked like he had smooth plastic skin, like a doll, except that it was dead white color. Like a doll's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets so good. His lips were a bl- brilliant ruby red, and he spoke in an expressionless, monotone, scanning speech. He constructed no phrases and sentences, just a sequence of words evenly spaced. So it was Donald Trump for fucking sure. I was going to say, this sounds, yeah. Um, Very smooth, very red lips. His voice was completely passive with no inflection or intonation. He had possibly (laughs) small hands. (laughs) As As if you were hearing it from a machine that could talk. He sat perfectly motionless and wore gray suede gloves. He idly brushed his lips with the back of a glove, and when he put his hand down, the back of his glove was bright red, and the red on his mouth was smeared. So I what knew he fuck? was wearing lipstick. These goofs are so terrible. They suck. They they're so suck. bad at makeup. What if we like get home tonight, and there's like two guys, and they come up to us, and they're like, we need to talk to you. And they're like, well, you You're help really- us. Hurt our feelings when you suck. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> Will you do our makeup for us? But instead, they would be like turtle, pear, bench, <laughs> sidewalk. Is this making sense? <laughs> Any 
of this clicking. <laughs> so when the lipstick smeared, he said, then I could see that his mouth was a perfectly straight slit. Apparently, <laughs> he did not have what Jeez. we call nice. lips. So the lipstick was put on as a decoy. His Ooh. mouth was more like a ventriloquist dummy. How did you not know that those? I feel like I would have noticed that the like, first fucking thing. Absolutely, as soon as he that he door. doesn't have the extra fleshy part that you call lips. That what is just time like of painted night on is it? <laughs> <laughs> is he kind of blind? <laughs> you know, it was blind? really fucked up. Like I, when me and Caitlin first met, I thought she had lips, and then once we were married, and then she wiped her lips. Off. I was like, fuck, off. she yeah. doesn't have lips. It's just, just a lipstick. slit. <laughs> just a slit. Just an even slit. <laughs> he tells me he loves my slit. All the time, I and that's love what I knew. Her slit, it's that's a great knew. slit, impossibly smooth skin, <laughs> impossibly smooth slit. Uh, during the short time that they were together, oh. Hopkins and the strange man <laughs> talked about the UFO case <laughs> that the doctor had been investigating. Apparently, satisfied with the information that was gathered from Hopkins, the MIB quickly changed the subject. He informed Hopkins that there were two coins in the doctor's pocket, which was correct, even though he didn't show it to the MIB guy, and asked him to remove just one. Hopkins complied and held the coin, a shiny new penny, in the palm of his hand. The MIB told Hopkins to watch the coin closely. After a few moments, the coin took on a silvery appearance and then appeared to be going out of focus. It then began to fade and eventually disappeared altogether. The MIB informed Hopkins that the coin would never be seen on this plane again. He then inquired as to whether Hopkins was familiar with the alleged UFO abductee Barney Hill. Hopkins replied that he had heard of Hill, but that he was under the impression that he had died in the not-too-distant past. The MIB informed Hopkins that was correct and said, Barney doesn't have a heart. You, uh, excuse me, Barney doesn't have a heart, just like you no longer have a coin. So he was implying that he made that guy's heart like disappear out of his chest, just like the coin. Nice heart you got there. Be a shame if something <laughs> happened to it. What the? Holy fuck? shit. All right, I'm going to pose a theory then. It sounds like we're fucking around with like different dimensions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like maybe these men in black are so shitty at being humans because they're kind of like drones, if that makes sense. They're like being piloted by someone somewhere else. Oh. Well, and they I like shit my shoddily, again. shoddily <laughs> threw you. together like, you know, like a little robot. It's like shit, it doesn't have lips, but we'll cover <laughs> that up. <laughs> They also fucking suck at charging the batteries because the way this story ends is the fucking men in black guy says, my energy is running low. Oh, must go fuck. now. Goodbye. I, this is the and holy heard. shit. I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? He, he walks out of the house and like stammers out of the house. And then immediately the Dr. Hopkins saw a bright light shining up the driveway, like super bright bright bluish white in color light and then he ran to the window to look out and the light immediately was gone and so was the men in black guy i gotta say shannon your theory really makes sense i like my me. new totally pulled it out of my ass theory that they are you know it's all it's the government it's aliens they're in cahoots and it's being piloted from another dimension yeah. another place the fucking pentagon who knows oh my god that's my new theory oh my god because that's why you, they gotta be so, so so shitty at being people. <laughs> what do you think those aliens do for fun? 
do you think they have fun? Do you think they have like a concept of fun? I mean, if we think about do you, it, like maybe I, these are like the, the nerds. Way of I was the gonna say community. these would just be the scientists of the oh. aliens. There's probably a whole planet. There's of like aliens a slutty alien that are out like, partying. No fun, guys. No. What if there's like four aliens like doing a podcast right now about people, like down in a bunker? Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god. Also, Parallel I wasn't trying universe. to say that the slutty alien was bad. I fully support slutty aliens. I think they're great. They're living their life. Just own your body. It's own your body. They're doing them. Thank you for Second. clarifying. <laughs> I just want to say, I don't... You know. We will not slut shame. We On, will not slut shame even aliens uh, we, that act fucking yeah. stupid. Um, is there anything we want to say? Any closing uh, things? Oh, we could plug I've, We could plug stuff. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go around and plugs and then say where we've landed. I, I've landed on my theory that... They are, like, being piloted by something somewhere else. Very vague, very new theory. Just came up with it following that last story. A hot take. All right, my plugs, if you want to find me, Twitter and Instagram at Magic Dyke, (laughs) D-Y-K-E-X-X-L. Um, I guess I'll plug our uh, podcast Twitter feed, which is at CaitlinConPod. Uh, C-A-I-T-L-Y-N con pod. That's the same exact thing for Instagram. Uh, and if you have anything that you want us to talk about, like any weird conspiracy theories, email us at caitlinconspiracypod um, uh, at gmail.com. What's Wait, what? what is, oh, where, do your, I, where do you land? Things. Um, where do you I, land the spacecraft? If, if they are, if, if the men in black are real, I say that they are... Uh, that they're not exactly involved with the U.S. government at all because it's not actually, like, centralized to U.S. It's, like, worldwide. Um, so I think if they're real, they're they're the aliens trying to cover their tracks. They're the Illuminati. They're bigger than the U.S. government. They're the Illuminati. I think, I think it's aliens. Uh, but as the resident naysayer, even though I was super excited to talk about this, um, I think it's all bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, like, I still kind of have also what? think what about his eyes? Are you fucking kidding He's me? He's dead eyes. He's he, lying. Okay. Look at his dead eyes. I told you. But he I has could, dead eyes. Well, you I'm, fell for you, it. You just I'm excited for the stories. I'm excited for the stories. I was so excited to talk about it. dead But I did do a little bit of Dr. Fart's work for him, so I've kind of disproved some of the things that I talked about. Already for myself. I already ruined it for myself. You're such an asshole. <laughs> you couldn't let me have this one thing. Such a seeping asshole. <laughs> You're such a seeping asshole. I'm a real seeper. You're a, you are a seeper in every I'm sense. I'm a of secret Zach, seeper. Zach, where we, do you land? Let's take out what Cullen just said. Just take that out of the podcast. Okay. Where do you land, Zach? <laughs> Hi, we're back. Where do you land, Zach? Um, I think that there are. It's a mix of humans and aliens coming to cover stuff up. Yep. And I think that's why sometimes people like the good aliens are the ones that like appear and then disappear and are mysterious. And like, those are like the decent agents, mm-hmm. but the bad agents are the ones that come in with like the shitty wigs. And they're like, Hey, <laughs> you know, we're looking for this guy. Where is he? But like, if the good agents Gary, are just, they're appearing, go out. they're appearing and they're like, Hey, all right, see ya. And then they just disappear like that. And they're a lot better than... But that's what I think. I think that's Ooh, just a bunch of Do you of think agents. on their planet there's like a ton of like like cool protesters who are like, these aliens, these agents are going to Earth and abusing their power 
Probably. Yeah. yeah probably. I agree so there there are good. You don't agree with that. You're just saying that. If it's if it's true, that's yeah, what. Yeah. Why I think. are you saying that, that you agree? You just like, said if it's true, that's what I think it is. Yeah. That these are, are right? like the authoritarians <laughs> of this whole alien race. Like they're the ones that want to be in charge because they're fucking terrible assholes. But they're not all like that. Well, for Dr. Fart, I will say that my theory posits that they could be from other dimensions because we don't really have proof of any aliens being this close. We have kind of explored space and stuff like that. It seems like it would involve a lot of traveling back and forth from their home base. So yeah. I could say this could be like a interdimensional type shit. Yeah. Parallel universe I universes. Yeah. Universities. I'll say, are you done with your stance? Yeah. Do you have anything to plug? No. Okay. I don't need a plug. Don't don't look for me. Ooh, don't plug. Uh, I don't have anything to <laughs> plug either. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, no, don't follow me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> if you want exactly. to protest, like we're, we're both like, don't private. fucking look at me. If don't you even want look to um, protest um, Facebook's uh, unfair naming oh, policy, I did get kicked off Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was. That's Walt how you can Disney. support. You can support Caitlin by changing your name on Facebook to Walt Disney. Oh my Walt God! Disney. Everyone should change J-I-Z. their name to Walt Disney. Any why, but J-I-Z. you will. <laughs> that's, catchy. that's catchy. <laughs> that's nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone should change their name to Walt Disney, but they will fucking kick you off. So just be prepared for it because they're uh, assholes and terrible and awful. Mm-hmm. So and uh, hashtag Walt Disney on Twitter. God, Mark Zuckerberg is gonna show up with his fucking weird slit mouth. And yeah. Well, sure. yeah. I mean, uh, if we want proof of aliens. Um, what have you done to my social media <laughs> website? I am human. I like to have fun. See? Running low on batteries. Hi, Sky. Oh, fuck. I fell asleep without plugging myself in. Do you have an outlet? Okay, well, we're here with Dr. Fart, and he uh, is going to somehow try and ruin this, but I think it's pretty rock solid. I don't see how he could ruin this. Unless he was a man in black. Mm. Unless he worked for the men in black. Yeah. Um, so why don't you go ahead okay. with your bullshit? Um, so first, I don't think that the vast majority of people who have claimed to have had experiences with the men in black are lying. I don't think that. And I don't You're gonna think... You're bring some psychology bullshit <laughs> into this. I don't think that they're crazy or lying. Um, but I just don't think that what they have had experiences of is actually men in black. I thought you Um, believed in the cause. I thought you believed in aliens, Mark. mm, No. We've talked about this. Aliens might exist. They do. But the men in black certainly don't. And I don't think we've been visited by them. What about Dan Aykroyd? What do you think of it? Are you calling he's, Dan Aykroyd famous actor a liar? Human. I think he's a human, not an alien. <laughs> Did you even listen to the podcast? You fuck. What about Dan Aykroyd, the alien? <laughs> I'm saying he's a person. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is a person, I think. I mean, I understand why you might think he's an alien. He's pretty weird. <laughs> anyway, 
I think the experiences are, are perfectly real by sane people. They're not lying. In fact, in a 2004 study, Harvard psychologists found that at least by one measure, PTSD in alien abductees was at least as severe as PTSD in Vietnam veterans. Hmm. So it's certainly a, a significant and real experience for the people who have had them. Okay. Um, now, that doesn't mean that I think everyone is telling the truth, particularly some of the people who are propagating these ideas. So remember when Shannon talked about Gray Barker? Yeah. So Gray Barker is actually a well-known for being a hoaxer. Oh, and um, there's actually is that a, a real word or is that a word you made up? Hoaxer. That's a that's a real word right Ooh, there. I like yeah. Um, and um, a few like a decade ago or something after the the first Men in Black movie came out, um, one of his friends, Gray Barker, had died previously, and the Men in Black movie came out, and then one of his friends revealed some of the letters that they had written to each other. And um, in those letters, you have Gray Barker saying things like, oh, just make some stuff up. Or Did any of you assholes know about this? Any of you? How do you figure this stuff out, Mark? You're the best researcher. <laughs> and, and the guy, um, this friend of Gray Barker's actually is the one, if I'm understanding his story correctly, who came up with the idea, or at least like the seed of the idea of the men in black as distinct. Before this, there were aliens, there were abductions, mm -hmm. stories about all that. But before this, there hadn't been a story about men in black. Okay. And uh, his friend, I believe, is the one with him who started this story. And basically, as far as I can tell, made it up whole cloth. Um this, I'm going to read to you from a letter that Gray Barker wrote to this friend. Okay. He says, this is 1968. Strictly off the record, unusual interest and fixation upon UFOs represents, in my opinion, a definite symptom of neurosis. I cannot, again off the record, bear for very long most of the people and the fans of saucerdom, mainly because most of them are oral aggressors. That is, they talk all the time about saucers Yay. and make you listen. I do genuinely like a few saucerers and former <laughs> saucerers Stop. like yourself, who, along with their interest in saucers, seem to be pretty sane and can have a sense of humor about it. So, wait, was that from, uh, I know you already clarified this. Mm. Uh, is that from Gray? Or That's his, from Gray to his friend. To his friend, okay. Yeah. Um, and that's one of many what letters a like fucking this. dick. Yeah. He's an asshole. Um, and yeah, he basically um, encouraged his friend to make up stories that would try to get, um, that he thought would become popular and famous. And then he actually helped publish some of these stories. So I think a lot of, a lot of the explanation for... How this story itself came about is here. Now, now that's separate from the explanation of why people have experiences of men in black. Um, so this is just part of the explanation. But I, this seems to be a pretty big part of the origin of the men in black story mm -hmm. is Gray Barker and his friend basically making it up. 
Okay, so now um, I'm going to do something that seems a little unrelated, but when I'm done, you'll see how it all um, ties in. Okay. So I'm going to give you a list of words. Uh, just listen to them. And then afterward, uh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to give you a little uh, test. Guess what? I know what this test is because oh. I have a psych degree and I had to do this in cognitive psychology. But anyways, all right. go ahead. Every, every, our, all our listeners. Everybody can do it if they want it. At home, you can do it too. Just While write down the word it, you think of. Like yeah, whatever you're bath. doing. All right, so here's the, the first list. I'll just do one list. <clears throat> Butter, food, eat, sandwich, lunch, milk, jelly, Crust, slice, toast. Gross. Okay, now I want you to wait a few seconds. Just think about something else. I didn't like how you said Maybe do some math. What's five plus seven? (laughs) Don't fucking do this to be 12. What is it? What's uh, six times six? Six times six, 36. What's 100 (sighs) minus 37? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, three, uh, 83. Uh, <laughs> 63. 63. All right. That's good. <laughs> I'll All right. That last one out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So now I'm going to give you some words. Or just dub. Can we do a redub? Uh, what was it? What's, Six, uh, what's 100 minus 37? 63. Good job. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, I'm going to give you a couple words. You're going to tell me uh, if they were on the list or not on the list, okay? Crust. Was that on the list or not? I will never forget you saying crust. Yes, okay. it was on the list. Um, bread. Yes. Beer. No. Okay, that is... You were a perfect subject. You did what 90% of subjects do. Uh, you got is it the bread. Bread is not on the list. I knew it. Yep, bread was, is what's called the critical lure. I'm just hungry for bread. All of the all of the other all of the other words are semantically related to bread, and so you remember hearing bread even though bread wasn't on there. Um, and there's a bunch. This has been replicated thousands and thousands of times. There's a big replication crisis in psychology right now. This is one of the things that's been replicated oh, thousands yeah, of times. It's yeah. very well uh, confirmed. Um, that's called the DRM paradigm of false memory. Very famous false memory test. DRM just named after the people who discovered it or invented the, the test, Dees, Rodiger, and McDermott, I think. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> In 2002, uh, another team, some of the people who are on the same team of Harvard psychologists who did the PTSD study, there's a bunch of psychologists at Harvard who are interested in alien abductees experiences. So they did a study in 2002 um, in an article published. That's great. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. The Thank article. You that bread, baby. So the article is called <laughs> Memory Distortion and people reporting abduction by aliens. Um, So I'm going to give you just a brief, uh, the brief kind of conclusion of what they found in that study. They found that, quote, those reporting recovered and repressed memories of alien abduction were more prone, about twice as prone, in fact, than control participants 
to exhibit false recall and recognition on those types of tests that I just gave, the DRM, false memory tests. So it seems like people, this is also a part of the explanation of, um, of experiences of alien abduction and including experiences of men in black, is that um, people who report having these experiences are about twice as likely to falsely remember um, in these kinds of recall and recognition tests. Um, in the same study, um, but a different part, the same paper, but a different study, they also found that those who reported recovered and repressed memories of alien abduction also scored higher than controls on some measures of schizotypy. Okay. Um, they used several scales, uh, like the perceptual aberration scale. Um, this scale just asks the the participant questions um, or gives statements like, I have felt that something outside my body was part of my body. And then you say, yes or no, I've had that experience before, yes or no. Those are the kinds of items on the scale. Um, or, at times, I have wondered if my body was really my own. And then you say, yes or no. And so people who report having alien abduction experiences score higher on that scale than control participants. Um, a, a, um, let's see, there's another. Oh, they also score, score higher on the dissociative experiences scale, um, which, which asks, or some of the items on the scale are things like, uh, some people have the experiences, the experience of finding themselves dressed in clothes that they don't remember putting on. What percentage of the time does this happen to you? And then you write down what percentage of time that happens to you. <laughs> so they score higher on that scale, too. And they also score higher on the magical ideation scale. And that scale um, has things like, I think I could learn to read others' minds if I wanted to. Or um, I have occasionally had the feeling that a TV or radio broadcaster knew that I was listening to him. Well, maybe uh, that's really true and really real. It could be, but it's interesting fact to note that they score higher on all those scales than the uh, than control participants. So now that that that's not to say that they're crazy. I'm not giving this as evidence that they're crazy. Everybody has. The whole population varies in their scores on these scales. Mm -hmm. um, but it would make sense if people who naturally varied and scored on the higher end of these scales, it would make sense if they had alien abduction experiences. So I'm not, I'm not giving this information to say that they're crazy. I'm just saying this could help explain why they have the experiences that they do. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, as there's also a lot of research on false memory creation. Um, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth Loftus is very famous for doing research here. Um, <clears throat> she's, she was ranked 58 in uh, a list of the 100 most influential psychological researchers of the 20th century. She's won all kinds of awards. Um, <clears throat> and she's been able to show and this has also been replicated a lot, that she has a method 
of implanting false memories in participants. So uh, one method involves attempting to implant a false memory of being lost in a shopping mall as a child and testing whether discussing a false event could produce a, quote, memory of an event that never happened. Mm -hmm. So there's different methods that she can use in order to get people to falsely remember having been lost in a shopping mall, even though they talk to the participants' parents and they confirm that this never happened. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of other scenarios, too, like... You can get people to remember that they like knocked over the birthday cake at mm. a birthday party when they were a kid, but you have their parents confirm that that never happened. And so there's and there's different ways of doing this. Um, hypnosis is actually a really good way to create false memories. And um, interestingly, uh, a vast proportion of the people who report having been abducted by aliens and seeing men in black recover those memories after seeing a hypnotist. Ah. Yeah. Oh. So that could be, it's not, and, and again, I'm not saying that like the hypnotist is intentionally planting these memories or anything like that. This is just kind of all happening without the knowledge that this is happening. Okay. Um, but yeah, the hip, hypnosis, and this this actually... Um, there's another episode in the history of psychology where this was actually really um, a big deal and a lot of controversy was around this. So um, in the 90s, a lot of uh, therapists and hypnotists were, um, I don't want to say convincing people because that makes it sound like they're intentionally doing it, but I don't think they were. There were a lot of um, cases of people coming forward and saying that they had recovered false memories of being sexually abused as children. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of these came from therapists who used hypnosis and other kinds of guided imagery techniques that are prone to create false memories. And so there's actually a big controversy about whether or not whether or not memories created in that way can be used as evidence in a courtroom. Mm -hmm. And I believe most courts now do not consider that as evidence because th of this. I think you're right. It's been super um, controversial. Yeah. So I'll I'll just give a an example. Um, in 1986, uh, Nadine Cool. A nurse's aide in Wisconsin sought therapy from a psychiatrist to help her cope with her reaction to a traumatic event experienced by her daughter. During therapy, the psychiatrist used hypnosis and other suggestive techniques to dig out buried memories of abuse that Cool herself had allegedly experienced. In the process, Cool became convinced that she had repressed memories of having been in a satanic cult, of eating babies, of being raped, of having sex with animals, and of being forced to watch the murder of her eight-year-old friend. She came to believe that she had more than 120 personalities children, adults, angels, and even a duck, all because Kuo was told she had experienced severe childhood sexual and physical abuse. The psychiatrist also performed exorcisms on her, one of which lasted for five hours and included the sprinkling of holy water uh, and screams for Satan to leave Kuo's body. 
When Cool finally realized that false memories had been planted, she sued the psychiatrist for malpractice. In 1997, wow. after five weeks... I think weeks, that's a little harsh. <laughs> I mean, that psychiatrist was just doing their job. Now, I don't doubt that she... <laughs> her intentions were probably good. Um, not, you can't say that about all psychiatrists, yeah. of course, but... Again, I'm not going to question the intentions of I anyone am. here. I think that psychiatrist sounds like a fucking <laughs> monster person. Well, yeah, certainly <laughs> overboard. Um, but anyway, after five weeks of trial, uh, her case was settled out of court for $2.5 million. Ooh. And Cool is not the only patient to develop false memories as a result of that kind of therapy. Um, there's many, many others, and that's why... Um, that kind of therapy is no longer, um, or mem- memories memories recovered from that kind of therapy are no longer considered good evidence in a courtroom. And then the last part of the story is sleep paralysis. Um, so episodes of isolated sleep paralysis are normal um, during REM sleep, uh, which is the stage when you do most of your dreaming. Um, during REM sleep, your body is fully paralyzed, except for your eyes. Um, probably because if you weren't paralyzed, you'd, you would act out your dreams. And, and some people who don't go paralyzed actually do act out their dreams. That's very rare, though. Um, but on, uh, on some occasions, you can awaken during REM sleep while you're paralyzed and your brain is still kind of in dream mode. And so you basically hallucinate uh, what you're dreaming um, or a mix of what you're dreaming and what you're seeing in reality. Um, and because sleep paralysis is pretty rare and not often talked about, um, especially its scientific explanation is not often talked about, most people who experience it are under- understandably terrified by the experience. Um, what exactly someone hallucinates and how they interpret those hallucinations during sleep paralysis, uh, whether those are like angels, demons, ghosts, aliens, MIB, whatever, uh, that really depends on the person, their history, and their culture. Um, for example, it's been known for a while now that there's cultural variation in the hallucinations experienced by schizophrenics. Um, so people, schizophrenics in different cultures have different hallucinations. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that what you would hallucinate depends on, on your history, what you know, things like that. Um, so if you, if you have some experience with the MIB story, um, so let's, let's put kind of all these ingredients together. So you have some experience with the MIB story. Say you also score pretty highly on the perceptual aberration scale, the dissociative experience scale, and the ma- magical ideation scale. Let's say you're also prone to uh, form false memories. And then you have an episode of sleep paralysis. That's like a perfect storm mm-hmm. of factors that will... Um, result in an experience of men in black. And if you don't know about all the things I just said, then you're going to think it's real. Um, And that's why I don't think any of these people are lying Mm -hmm. um, or are crazy since people naturally vary in all of those factors and naturally um, vary in, in what they know 
about all of these things. So um, there's actually a paper done by uh, that team at Harvard, that Harvard psychologists, called Explaining Memories of Space Alien and Abduction. Uh, they also include memories of past lives, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and the what they put together, the kind of ingredients for explaining memories of of alien abduction are basically what um, what I've gone through. So they list scoring high on measures like magical idea magical ideation, having other new age beliefs. So in in their study. Um, people who reported memories of alien abduction also had beliefs in um, tarot, astrology, ghosts, healing therapy, alternative medicine, herbal remedies, things like that. Um, 70, 80% of them all had those. So you score highly there. Um, in the participants that they studied, when you ask them how their encounters with aliens began, most described what, sound li what sounded like to the experimenters as an episode of sleep paralysis. Okay. Um, then after the sleep paralysis episode, 80% of the abductees that they studied underwent hypnotic memory recovery sessions with a therapist. And finally... Um, familiarity with the cultural narrative around alien abduction and especially men in black. So I think all those factors together can provide um, a pretty strong scientific explanation okay. of these experiences. Okay. Uh, I've been dying to tell this story. So we record, uh, we record Dr. Fart's part a week after we do the podcast. So when we were actually doing the Men in Black podcast, I had a Men in Black experience when <gasps> I went home. Um, <laughs> everyone's going to be severely disappointed. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it kind of feeds right into Dr. Fart's, uh, what he was telling us, his research. So I went home and I was super scared of the Men in Black. Um, uh and I've had sleep paralysis before. Uh, I've also had situations where I wake up and saw a ghost and Cullen tries to convince me it's sleep paralysis, but it's not. I know the difference in my sleep paralysis. Um, so anyways, uh, we went home that night and I immediately fell asleep at like 8 o'clock. And I woke up, but I knew I was having sleep paralysis because Cullen and I talk about it so much. I yell at him about it so much. I woke up, but I was still, my eyes were still closed and I was dreaming, but my, I was like, my body was awake. I could feel like I was, I felt like I was being held down and I, I knew like I'm having sleep paralysis. So, uh, I remember I wasn't actually doing this. I was dreaming this, but I remember looking over to the window in our room and seeing uh, two men in black. But what they were, I don't know if anyone's seen the movie Spice World. Shannon, have you? Okay. Uh, the, the aliens, every, everyone listening at home, if you haven't seen Spice World, please Google the aliens from Spice World. I had a sleep paralysis experience where they came into my room and started talking 
gibberish like they did in the movie. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I was so scared. Yeah, they look really good. Zach's Googling a pic right now. Uh, <laughs> they're so terrifying. Uh, yeah, so I, I had that and I woke up and I was like, I remember in the dream being like, God, just let me like wake up. I can't move my body. And <laughs> and uh, and I saw these guys talking to me. So that was pretty great. I woke up and I was like, come yeah. on. So yeah, I had a sleep paralysis awesome. experience that night of the men in black. I think I would shit myself if I had. I almost even did. though I know yeah. what it is. I would yeah. shit myself. It was really scary, yeah. and even even when I was experiencing it, like I I know if I fall asleep on my back, I'm gonna get sleep paralysis. It mm-hmm. all it happens every single time, and I know whenever I'm having sleep paralysis because I can feel myself laying on my back, and it's so foreign to me that I'm like, "Fuck, it's it's happening again." Um, and yeah, it was super scary because you can't move. And I'm just like, you still have the fear like you have in dreams. Like when you're dreaming, you still feel like super scared if something scary happens. So all that was happening. But I, I knew like, shit, I just have to move my body and wake myself up out of yeah. this. But it was pretty dope. Pretty dope Damn. experience. Just wanted to share that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess... I guess that's it. I guess we ruined everybody's good time. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. It's fine. So if anybody wants to learn more about uh, the scientific perspective on this, check out Elizabeth Loftus's work. Um, also look at the Robert McNally paper, Explaining Memories of Space Alien Abduction and Past Lives, an Experimental Psychopathology Approach. There's a PDF online for free. And check out um, Susan Clancy's book. She actually worked with Robert McNally at Harvard, so they're in the same uh, psychology team. She wrote a book called Abducted, How People Come to Believe They Were Kidnapped by Aliens. Also, if you want to know more about sleep paralysis, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Nightmare, and it is about a director who has sleep paralysis, so he kind of puts it into a movie, makes it into a movie. And then if you want to know about the opposite of that, active sleep, uh, Mike Berbiglia has a comedy special called Sleepwalk With Me where he talks about how he has he sleepwalks and has gotten into terrible things because he sleepwalks. So I guess that's it. That ends our segment on Men in Black. I'm really sad to see it go. And... Uh, Thanks for listening. All right.